everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Fit Podcast, where I, Shawnee Fit, take you on my journey of finding my fit as a millennial making. Are you a millennial trying to find your fit and achieve those massive goals? Tune in every week as I discuss the shit I think about, the steps I have taken, and hear advice from some of the best. Let's get this journey started. So it has been a minute. I have not recorded a podcast in forever. Um, Big up to Tammy for, you know, tagging me in a post recently on podcast day. Kind of, I guess, lit a fire under my ass that I really needed to try and get back to it. So here goes. Um, I think it's quite ironic that my last podcast is titled What to Do When You're Sinking because... Guys, I sunk under the ground, under the earth's core. I mean, no, no, I was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. And, you know, that's partly the reason why podcasting just stopped, right? Um, so why? I mean, that would be the next question. So when I recorded the last podcast, I actually knew I was pregnant. Now, My pregnancy was completely planned. Um, I was going to have my child in Canada, and I am not about the winter. So, you know, I had everything in place so that I would have a summer baby um, because who the hell was flying to Canada in winter to have a child, right? So it was completely planned. Little did I know that my career would fall apart at the same time or a couple months later. I think it was a a month later to be exact. Um... And if you haven't heard that story, you can go to my previous podcast to hear exactly what happened. But yeah, no one guessed that. I did not see that coming. Um, I thought everything would be super stable and super secure when I brought this child into the world. Um, and on top of that, of course, COVID showed it showed its face. So it was quite a, a quite a lot going on, to say the least. So let's get into it. I think um, it's going to be a very real podcast. I don't think, I hope I don't offend anyone. And please know that, you know, no matter what I say, I do absolutely love and cherish, you know, the child I have brought into the world. But my pregnancy was not, um, I guess, the traditional movie type pregnancy. I think people make pregnancy out to be, you know, this wonderful experience that everyone, that every woman needs to go through. Um, And it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, there's nothing like it. And you're growing a child inside you. And it's amazing what the body can do. And I'm I'm sure you've heard all of this, right? Um, It's something that was said to me over and over and over and over again. However, that wasn't my story. Um, So when I first got pregnant, the first trimester was, I was constantly nauseous. Um, And on top of it, remember, my career had just fallen apart. So I was, I was so worried about, you know, how am I gonna provide for this child if I don't have a career? And to be frank, 
career for me is the number one thing in my life. Like that is the biggest goal I have. Um, that is my driving force. Whereas for some people, you know, family and love and things like that are their driving force, which is nothing, nothing's wrong with that. But career is my driving force and it had fallen apart. So on top of, you know, feeling nauseous and, you know, your body starts to change, you... I lay there, so I lay there, and I was just like, you know, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Um, but it wasn't that bad the first trimester, right? In terms of sickness and whatever. But I do have to say that um, I wasn't, you know, I'm not. I wasn't that person that was like super excited to be pregnant. Um, I kind of, I don't know. Maybe I was worried about what was gonna happen and how my body was gonna change. Um, and then on top of it, my emotions were just haywire. And then I went into second trimester and I hit the lowest low of my life. Um, I think it was a combination of things, but I do think pregnancy hormones definitely have a, a part to play in it. Um, I was super depressed. Um, I think I cried every single day for more than a month. Um, I pushed everyone away. I still, to some degree, have pushed everyone away and haven't really let them back in my life. Um, and it was for no reason on their part. It was just part of me going through it. Um, I, My poor husband had no clue what to do. Um, and I would literally just... I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to feel. Um, I didn't know whether you know, this was all pregnancy or whether this was part of me that was like crumbling, but I literally just felt like everything crumbled um, and there was no getting out of it. And every day that I felt like I, you know, could crawl out, um, I would slide stri straight back down to the hole the next day. Um, I remember, you know, waking up one morning and messaging my OBGYN here in Jamaica and saying, um, Dr. Gibson, is there, by the way, she's amazing. I was like, is there anything I can take? Like, I cannot feel like this every day. Is there an antidepressant I can go on? Is there anything I can do? And she basically was like, no, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to put anything far in inside you when you're pregnant. Anyways, um, I suffered through this super low for, I want to say maybe two months um, and after literally like I don't I don't know because I'm someone who's very much for therapy but I think I was just so low that I felt like therapy couldn't even help me um, so finally towards the end of the low I guess um, I decided you know what therapy is the only option and I started going to therapy at which point, you know, a lot of it was career driven. As I said, career is like my main, my main focus, my main goal for my life. And on top of it, bringing someone into the world when my career was so shaky was just like not my original plan. Like this is not what was supposed to happen. Um, and anyways, I went to therapy and, you know, it helped. But did I ever find myself or get out of the low? I don't think so. Um, I don't think I did until I gave birth, um, to be very honest. Or maybe not, maybe a couple of weeks after I gave birth. Um, so, you know, 
as much as people push and say, you know, pregnancy is this amazing thing, like, before I get into third trimester, um, it's, like, not, it's not amazing for everybody, and I think people don't talk about it, people don't talk about the lows of pregnancy, um, and I had so many lows, um, I felt like I was permanently in a low, and, you know, for people who might be in this situation, um, as much as you feel like therapy isn't going to help, you know, trying, just try, um, you know, wake up in the morning and be like, I'm just going to try today and talk to somebody and see how that can help you. Um, and it, as much as I thought, you know, okay, I'm going to go to therapy a couple times and I'm going to like be all better and everything's going to be fine. Um, that didn't happen. And I think, you need to learn how to be super patient with yourself and understand that it's a journey and it's not going to um, change overnight as much as we want it to and as much as we are literally crawling out of a hole and we just feel like we're slipping back into it um, when, quote-unquote, the world says that this is supposed to be the most magical time of a woman's life. Um, so I think, you know, be patient and be gentle with yourself because not everyone's journey is the same. And social media definitely added to that. Like you look at other people's journey and they're posting pictures and, you know, they're enjoying every second of it. But there are some of us that aren't and some of us that really do struggle. So, you know, it's OK, really. Um, and you're not alone. And, you know, if you did go through this or um are going through it you know feel free to reach out to me but going into third trimester I don't think I was fully you know back to myself at all um but I was trying I was you know trying to be a little bit more positive and to some degree you know therapy was helping so that was kind of third trimester was kind of like you know I wasn't fully myself but I was a lot better off um and then COVID showed its face and COVID was just like crazy. Um, I then got a text message from someone who um, is involved in government here in Jamaica and the message said you need to leave the island if you plan to have the child away. And I was like, what? This was months before I was planning to leave um, the country. I literally nothing was in place for me to leave and they said you need to leave by next week Tuesday because um, I'm pretty sure the borders are going to be locked and you won't be able to leave so there came the decision to now decide okay am I having this child here in Jamaica or am I going to Canada way before I was planning to go to Canada um, and you know, after much thought, I was like, now the thought of like people not being able to get there and stuff like that, like that didn't cross my mind. I think I was just like thrown or it was just thrown in my face that I needed to leave the country. And it was just like, okay, for the child, I need to leave the country because, you know, you want them to have access to, you know, Canadian healthcare and you want them to have access to, you know, cheaper university fees and 
things like that and like I'm Canadian and I just you know I thought my transition into university and you know the financial burden was a lot less than some of my friends um for their parents so I kind of was like all right well you know I have no choice if I really want this child to have a Canadian passport so I literally this was I got the message on Thursday um I spoke to my parents and like my husband on Friday we made the decision that I was leaving I found a flight out on Tuesday and um I left so I left in March um the beginning of March and I like as I said I was not planning to leave that early um I hadn't even like pulled money out like nothing I literally packed a bag the baby's room wasn't done nothing was ready um I called my aunt who I was staying with and I was like I'm really sorry but our borders are going to close and I have to leave so I'm going to be staying with you a lot longer than expected kind of thing and that comes with its own you know baggage right and its own guilt so anyways I packed up and left um went to Canada And as I said, you know, I am staying in my aunt's house, who I love dearly. However, you know, you're in somebody else's space. As I said, I wasn't in a great place mentally. Um, You're not at home. And it was just like, it was really hard on top of everything else I was going through. Um, And I, anyways, I pushed through. Um, I was there for five months. (laughs) Um, And... Of course, then comes the big reality that COVID is not going anywhere and this baby is about to come out of me and my mother isn't there and my husband's not there and this is my first child. So cue the low again um, to some degree. It was, I literally was like, what am I going to do? I was like, this child, I'm not pushing this child out without my mother or my husband or both so something has to happen um and it was days and days and days and days and days of crying uh trying to figure out you know what was gonna happen I then somehow found a flight um for my husband that was like some really roundabout flight through the states over to Canada however once he got to the States, um, the decision was that he, because of the amount of exposure he had and the fact that I was about to give birth, the family was just like, you know, this isn't a good idea. Um, so he actually ended up staying in the States with his mother until I actually never saw him. He never came for the birth. He never came after the birth. Um, it wasn't till I believe a month later when I came home that, you know, he saw his son and think about the emotions going through that, you know, you're having your first child and your husband can't be there. It was just really rough. Um, And then on top of that, mom, right? So, you know, you want your mother, you're going through this, you don't know what to expect. I was terrified. I don't know about anybody else, but the thought of a child being pushed out of me was terrifying um and of course I would think the worst of the worst right and no matter what I read no matter what calming things I did I just thought this is going to be the worst effing experience of my life the actual labor itself um so yeah I was just that was my my thought process and I was like I need my mother to go through this like if my husband can't make it um I need somebody Uh, So then mommy, 
actually we thank god i don't know the universe something um there was a chartered flight for farm workers that justin trudeau had chartered from jamaica to canada and thankfully all the farm workers were tested before they got on the plane and there were three extra seats three or four extra seats um and the embassy called and said are you available they called her on the wednesday i believe and said are you available this was at 3 p.m are you available to get on a flight tomorrow at 9 a.m and she was like yes she left work like tried to pack a bag as quickly as possible um she never had a similar situation like she didn't have money pulled out ready to go she wasn't planning to leave um as soon as she did um and then thankfully she got to Canada um before I before I gave birth um so yeah so that was a crazy experience to say the least um, and then, of course, there's part two of this, which will go into my lovely experience of labor um, and what happened there and, you know, things that people don't talk about that happen and, you know, choices that you have to make that you are probably not ready to make. But, you know, I hope this is now 16 minutes long, um, a lot longer than some of my other podcasts, but I hope, you know, this kind of brings... I don't know, some clarity or, you know, some maybe reality to pregnancy and that it's okay not to have the traditional movie type pregnancy and you'll get out on the other side like I have. Um, but it's definitely a journey. Boy, oh boy, it is a journey. Um, and I think, you know, the question is, would you have another child? And at this moment, absolutely not. Um, I would not want to go through that crap again, but that's now, right? Um, when my child gets bigger, um, maybe, you know, you never know. Um, I also, I've also really struggled with, you know, putting on weight and I'm still struggling with getting the weight off. So that I think is a whole nother story that people don't, I guess people talk about it, but you know, if you look, again, social media, you look at people who got pregnant with me and, you know, breastfeeding, which will happen in the next episode, was was easier for them or whatever it may be. And, you know, they lost the weight immediately. Um, I'm still struggling losing the weight. And, of course, I have no self-control when it comes to eating, so that does play a part. But at the end of the day, you know, you compare yourself to all these other mothers out there, um, all these other new moms, and you're like, why can't I look the way I looked before I was pregnant, um, you know, and that, you know, that also plays an emotional part in this whole process, so I guess I'll just end it with saying pregnancy, I don't know, <laughs> I just, I'm at a loss for words when I think about it, um, but it's a it's a journey and I'm not saying it's not magical but it's not the same for everybody and I think there needs to be more support for people who maybe don't have the magical story that everyone writes it out to be and that conversations need to be had about you know the not so fun parts of pregnancy and also therapy is key to everything and you know, getting help even when you feel like help won't help. 
um, is something that I think everyone kind of needs to try and do no matter what you might be going through. So um, that was it. That's a pretty real podcast. Um, I'm going to do part two coming up, which goes into everything else. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Please reach out if you have questions or, you know, would like my advice on something or, you know, what I decided to do in certain situations. But I'm happy to have an open conversation about this because, as I said, um, my story isn't like everybody else's. So, yeah. Hope you got tremendous value. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, share, and review. Have questions or want to suggest a topic for me in the future? Message me on Instagram at Shawnee Fit.